Hello everybody and welcome to the 29th episode of The World We Live In. I'm Kay and I'm your host for today. Um, This is the second part to our solo series which was a bit unexpected and I I really do apologize for that. We were having some technical difficulties um, with the last episode so yeah. Um, For this episode I'm going to be talking to you guys about new year's resolutions and my thoughts about that and i want to elaborate a little bit on uh i don't know how far i purposely wanted to like not listen to nina's episode so that i would basically like can do like a continuation of whatever she talked about without having any background knowledge so if it's redundant i'm sorry but i wanted to see like how that would overlap when I listen back to the episodes and all of that stuff, because I thought that would be really fun. Um, so I'm not going to talk about all of the things, but I do want to talk about um, New Year's resolutions, which is something she didn't cover, or at least I don't think she did. Um, astrology, and maybe her whole, like, perfect boyfriend spiel. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Okay, so I'm fortunate enough to be recording this on New Year's Eve, (laughs) so that's fun, and this is going up on New Year's Day. So first of all, Happy New Year. Um, Thank you for giving us such a wonderful year and for just being so sweet. It's been unbelievably challenging, and right now everything's really scary health-wise. I mean, it's been a constant state of panic for the past (sighs) almost two years now. So, um, I guess I'm very happy that we've been able to have, like, a really good support system, and this has been something that has stayed consistent, which is really, really nice, and is something that I am extremely proud of, um, which, if you know me at all, you know I do not take lightly, (laughs) um, so, yeah, I just, I think it's been a pretty fun time, we've, we've done a lot of stuff, we've released a bunch of episodes, um, we're concluding the second season, or I believe this is the second season. We've recorded so much that I've lost track, but we're concluding this season, and, like, everything is really, really cool. Um, my personal life has, has done a bunch of cartwheels, but it's in a really nice spot right now, which is really wonderful. And that being said, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Specifically, why I feel like they're kind of counterproductive. I think they're fun, um, but I do think they're a little bit counterproductive because if you go into the year being like, I'm going to do all of these things, and you don't do them, you're going to get, like, really, really disappointed. And I know I'll say that now, but Lord knows that, like, when the countdown is hitting right before midnight, I'm going to be like, oh my god, I want all of these things to happen. Um, And... I think also, this is very related, but I want to talk a little bit about, like, different traditions on New Year's, because, like, there are so many, and specific, like, I don't know many outside of my household and my culture, obviously, but, um, I feel like it's extremely common, I, most of the time when I hear people, like, talk about New Year's, it's, like, a big party setting where there's, like, friends, it's, like, for the way that I've always viewed it in, like, American culture, 
has been that it's like Christmas is like like the days and weeks leading up to Christmas is like friend stuff and then Christmas Day is family and then New Year's and New Year's Eve is friends and like for me it's never been like that like everything has always been very family oriented so it's always really interesting to me when I hear about people being like oh yeah I'm going to so-and-so's house for New Year's and I'm just like yeah you're allowed to do that that's so cool um but then I hear about like different traditions I'm I feel like I'm kind of rambling but like I just I've always found New Year's traditions so entertaining in my family um like in the countdown to New Year's like the last some people do like the last five minutes some people do the last minute some people do the last like 12 seconds um you do you put 12 grapes on a plate one for every month of the year and in the countdown to midnight you eat all of them and for each grape you dedicate like a wish to it like something that you want to happen in the new year um so it's like for in my family they usually do like the last minute and i'm just like "Mm -mm, no i do not want to choke but it's like it's so much fun i know in other households the like deep clean every inch of the house um like my family cleans and likes being clean but i mean like some families will like deep clean like completely remodel and everything to clean out um all of the quote-unquote bad juju in the house um just to have like really good energy good vibes in like in like a fresh start into the new year which i've always found really interesting um i know some people are like a little bit more superstitious with it i know some people uh or some families will do like different colored underwear um that like symbolizes different things like i'm pretty sure like yellow is like success or something red is love um i feel like green might be money or luck like there's just like a bunch of stuff like that and that's just like so interesting and um i feel like it's it's just so nice and it's like a bonding moment for like whoever you're spe- you're spending new years with um and i think it's kind of like a classic for people to turn on like the tv and watch the countdown in um whatever state they're in or like i know a lot of people like watch the new, uh the one in new york just because times square the the ball drops and all of that stuff and it's like the highlight of everyone's night um i don't know it's just like a really sweet moment and i really like seeing it um what else there's just so many there's so many random little things and yeah i know they started talking about like like new year's resolutions and stuff like that but like i also think that that blends in a lot with new year's traditions which i personally just find great and new year's resolutions like that can like specifically with like the the grape tradition that i was talking about earlier like those go hand in hand a lot and i think it's very normal to like go into the new year with like all of these expectations i just feel like it's healthier to not be like super crazy dependent on it you know because if you are then you it's likely you'll be disappointed which just isn't ideal um or maybe that's just my brain talking from like experience but you know what whatever um yeah i feel like that that captures all of my little new year's things um 
So, yeah, if you guys have any really random or interesting um, New Year's slash New Year's Eve traditions, slash, like, any, honestly, any random, like, little things that you do with your siblings that, like, other people might be, might think are weird, um, definitely, like, talk to us about it. Um, like, we'll do, uh, uh, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna shift gears a little bit and talk about, like, Nina's perfect boyfriend spiel because I actually find that very interesting and from our personal conversations I feel like she and I have very different expectations and we've had some on record which are really funny to like look back at and listen back at um and just hear her being like dang you got high standards or you're super high maintenance and it's like mm. oh dear um but it's really really funny and like I don't, again, like, I didn't listen to the episode so that I could do this specific segment, uh, or so that I could do this specific style of episode, and I'm gonna assume that she talked about, like, I think, if I remember correctly, she told me she found a quiz that was, like, build your perfect boyfriend. So, like, what I think she chose from what I know about Nina, I would say she really values like humor in someone like she likes people who are really funny who will like laugh at her jokes and then she'll laugh at their jokes because she's like the type of person that will like literally be like <laughs> that's not funny um i feel like she chose someone she built someone tall nerdy like or like academically driven um what else um someone who likes reading, um, because I know she does, and someone who has, like, good music taste, or has, like, at least, even if they have bad music taste, like, has appreciation for, like, artists that she likes and who are just, like, naturally amazing. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. And then, for me... I also value a good sense of humor. I I need that. I don't as serious I may be a lot of the time. I do need someone to like kind of not contradict that, but I need someone to kind of not be so serious all the time to kind of balance out my neuroticism. Um what else? I also need someone who's academically driven. Um I value empathy a lot. Like, if you're not able to put yourself in another person's position, then mm, you kind of suck. Um, I need someone who, like, will be understanding of, like, the thing, that, like, how, like, far I'm willing to go for, like, my responsibilities in my career. And I think above all else, I need someone with, like, a lot of respect and, like, respect for my friends and my family um that's like extremely important and like i'm not gonna go into like all of the obvious ones like you need to not be a jerk like you need to blah blah blah. like the foundation of what we like in a person is very similar when you get into like individual people it's extremely different um but yeah love her very excited to actually listen to the episode and like see how far off I am. All right, and then the last thing that I'm going to talk about because I I honestly think it's going to take the longest because of how 
rambly I get when I talk about this. Astrology. Listen, I am so happy that, like, this year has made that a topic of interest because it had always been something that, like, I was interested by, but but not necessarily something that I had, that I had, like, actually let myself get into because I always thought that there were like other things that were more interesting or other things that I should be focusing on and so like this year actually let me like learn more about it and like learn more about like me specifically and other people and like my friends my family and then be like oh my god this makes so much sense and listen I am as much as I love it I am the first person to tell you like it's great and all, but it's not always going to be the most 100% accurate thing on planet Earth. Like, not every single trait for your sun sign, for example, is going to be applicable to every aspect of your being, and you'll find traits in other different sun signs that apply to your, like, that apply to you, and you're like, hmm, that's BS. But, um, I think it makes more sense when you start thinking about it in a way where, like, you think about the different types of signs. Like, it's not just your sun sign that you also have to, like, take into account that, like, um, you have your rising, your moon, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars. Like, I'm going to, like, as much as I think that it's very interesting, I think, like, it's even more interesting when you start digging a little bit further. Um especially like if you really want to learn more about it like you can literally just look up like uh how to find my birth chart and like there's so many websites there are so many websites that are simple fast and like all you need is your birthday your birth time and the place where you were born but that's not really that specific um i'm gonna go down the list of signs and i'm gonna explain like what type they are like fire earth air and water Yeah, and then I'm going to, like, break down a little bit more about, like, what types of signs they are. Like, not as far as, like, what earth, water, air, and, um, I forgot what I missed. Fire, earth, air, and water means, but, like, sun, sign, rising, moon, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so. Aries is a fire sign, and so is Leo and Sagittarius. I'm a Sag, and... Nina's a Leo, so that's fun. Um, a tor- like Tauruses are Earth signs, and so are Virgos and Capricorns. Um, Gemini's are Air signs, just like Libras and Aquariuses, Aquarii, who knows? And then Cancers are Water signs, just like Scorpios and Pisces. So, okay. I'm gonna tell you, it is so, like, the fascination behind astrology just gets so much deeper when you, like, actually know your chart, or, like, at least look it up, because then you have a better understanding, and, like, you learn, like, specifics about, like, it's not, it's not even that it's, like, accurate, it's just, it's, like, it's so cool, Like, it's just so fascinating. Or maybe it's just me. But, like, I truly am just so interested in it. Or, like, the breakdown of your birth chart will be broken into, like, inner and outer planets. Like, your your sun sign, your moon sign, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars, your Jupiter, your Saturn, your Uranus, 
Neptune and Pluto, and then there are other aspects like your rising slash ascendant and midheaven. Um, so your sun sign is your ego. So it is like that is the sun sign is the one that people typically know. It is like like I said, I'm a Sagittarius. I was born in November. I was born on November twenty seventh, meaning that like I fall between like the dates for a Sagittarius. Um, it explains, like, the type of person that you are on, like, a very basic level, like, who you are turning into, it's your purpose, and, like, the thing that you put your energy into the most, and, like, the kind of impact that you leave, more or less, but, like, on the mo- on the most basic level, it is, like, the foundation of your being, I guess. Your moon sign is like how you view yourself um it's like the most like it kind of describes like your intuition and like how the specific way in which you express and interpret your own emotions and how you react to situations it's like your it explains more or less like your gut instinct and stuff like that um yeah your mercury sign is like on the most basic level it 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 describes like your group identity in the way that you communicate the way that you act around other people and all of that kind of stuff and it's like a very powerful sign i think for me it's the same as my son but not every case will be like that so your venus is it basically just describes like the way that you love in different situations like it's not just it's not exclusively romantic but that's how a lot of people take it um yeah um your mars is also like instinctual it's real it's also related to love and passion um attraction etc um yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> dive too much into that um your jupiter is like associated with like your mental and spiritual growth and like your levels of understanding it's like a very so it's very like it's related to like your social 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 ability social ability like like it's so it's related to like socialness i don't know how to word that oh well i'm not gonna you know what i mean um your saturn relates to like responsibility limitations and restriction so it is like structurally it's like the fundamentals of your identity like yeah um, like, so it, um, breaks down, like, maturity and, like, rules and all of that stuff. And, like, I guess morality is, like, a good way to describe it. Uranus, um, kind of with, like, pure, is associated kind of with, like, purity, individuality, uniqueness. It's, like, um, the parts of your personality that, like, make you stand out from other people. Neptune also related to spirituality and like 
your intuition. Um, it's, it's kind of like the optimism that everyone has and like your imagination, I guess. Um, Pluto, um, which I honestly, I don't think I've seen that in my chart. So I actually don't know much about this, but I'm going to read the description that I found on this website. It says, Pluto is the underworld, it's the planet that shows us below the surface. It is associated with renewal and rebirth, spiritual rebirth, beginnings and endings. Pluto shows us where we uh, see power struggles and issues of control. Pluto is a planet you are among a gen you share among a generation. Pluto influences us to find a deeper meaning, a willingness to explore our depths of the ocean. It's where we seek transformation and change. If I remember this correctly, Pluto changes every couple of years for every person, uh, which is very interesting. At the after I finish explaining like all of these, um, I'll read you guys my birth chart. Um, so, um, the ascendant and rising sign. Uh, yeah it's the same thing like if you hear someone talking about like your ascendant it is the same thing as your rising and vice versa so that's how others perceive you kind of it's like it's the way that people like from an outside perspective it is how people view you and like the mask that you put on um in like the most prevalent signs like your big three is what they're called because they kind of like work together to build your identity are your sun, your moon, and your rising. So it kind of it helps us figure out like the way that we put our energy to reach goals and like make significant life choices. And then the midheaven, which I also have not heard of, um, it's about like your career and your life path. So I guess it. Um, is like specifically related to like what kind of lasting impact you want to make and um the way that it's described here is that it's one of the most public and important signs in your chart and it shows you the goals you want to achieve in life where you want to be in your career aspirations creative outlook slash your life goal so that's kind of all of that um, yeah, so I'm going to find my birth chart, and I'm going to go over it with you guys, because I think it's really interesting to look at other people's birth charts, and I think I actually really like mine. Uh, I have, like, a lot of doubles in it. Um, I'm not gonna, like, explain specifically what it means, but, like, I think it's a fun chart, um... And I like it. So, my sun sign is a Sag, or a Sagittarius. Um, my moon is in Gemini. My Mercury is in Sagittarius. My Venus and Mars are both in Scorpio. My Jupiter is in Libra. My Saturn is in Cancer. My Uranus is in Pisces. My Neptune is in Aquarius. My Pluto, I guess I do know it, is in Sagittarius, my Lilith is in Cancer, and my end node is in Taurus. Um, the Lilith and the end node weren't, as far as I'm concerned, not like described 
um well so I honestly have I don't have too much of an idea of what that means for like the last two but the rest of it I I make sense of um if you want a good like birth chart app um a very popular one is CoStar um I wouldn't necessarily call it good it's not the best but it is the most common one so if you want like a really simple way to interpret it that's probably the way to go um and it's it's nice because I feel like people like it a lot because you can like add friends and then like look at each other's charts and like see your compatibility and all of that stuff um but yeah like I really did want to like talk about it because I think it's so cool and it's so interesting and like learning my friends birth charts and then being like wow that makes so much sense um yeah I just I really like it um and I think that I've covered everything that I want to talk about today um thank you so much for having us and being patient with the flow that episodes have been coming at and all of that stuff and just we really appreciate you all um and we hope you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful new year i wish you so much love and happiness and most importantly health um yeah that's it bye everybody i'll see you next time